It's been one year since Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The war has killed more than 8,000 Ukrainian civilians and displaced millions. For the Russian people, the past year has brought international sanctions, flight restrictions, and international sports bans. Konstantin Sonin is a Russian citizen and a professor of economics at the University of Chicago. He joins us now to reflect on what might lie ahead for the Russian people. Good morning, Professor Sonin. Hello. Um, I understand that you were in Moscow when the Russian invasion of Ukraine began. Can you tell us what those first days were like? How were people in Russia responding to what was happening? The response was overwhelmingly shocked. So a lot of people, like the day the war started, people were crying. You could see people crying in the underground. Some people were trying to buy tickets immediately. I initially thought that we should stay because I thought that we could speak against the war. But in 10 days, it was like all the radio shows that would take me on all the newspapers that would publish my column, they were closed. So I decided to go back to Chicago. And this, of course, is contradictory to what we've been seeing in Russian state media. Are you seeing the same support for the war on the ground as what they are reporting now? No, I do not think that there is much support to the war. I mean, uh, like the least estimate of the, of the number of people who left Russia over the year is 500,000, and it might be up to a million people left Russia. This means that a lot of people are extremely unhappy. I mean, having this number of refugees from a country that does not have an, any kind of acute war on its territory, it's actually astonishing. My friends that still travel to Russia that are not involved in any kind of political or public activity, so they think that this is safe to travel and uh, who are of appropriate age, so they do not fear to be drafted, they say that the general mood in Moscow, St. Petersburg, is extremely depressed, that people are very visibly unhappy about the war. Do you see a difference in how different generations are responding to the war? For example, the kids who were who were growing up after the fall of the Soviet Union, how are they responding? Oh, I think the response is very different across generation. I think that even state-centered sociological polls, they show that younger generation do not support the war. So even the data that is published by state media does not show support among uh, among people. Most of young people are against the war. The same thing about media or music stars. Basically, among the younger, gener- younger generation, like no major star has supported the war and a lot of a lot of spoke against the war. So I think there is a huge generational divide over the war. Professor Sonin, as I understand it, a year ago, uh, while you were in Moscow, you warned that this conflict would be the end of Russia. How does that warning hold up a year later? Oh, I, I, I think that uh, Ukrainian troubles, which are immensely larger than Russians, they will be over in a year or two. And the Russian troubles are only are only beginning. I think that Russia will be defeated in this war, 
and then there will be basically a collapse of the Putin regime. And this will be a good thing, but it will be also immensely costly. So there will be a period of lawlessness similar to 90s. Then there will be painful reforms. And this will take years or decades. And this is unfortunately very costly. Konstantin Sonin is the John Dewey Distinguished Service Professor at the University of Chicago Harris School of Public Policy. Professor Sonin, thanks for your time today. Thank you. This is WBEZ.